guy just walked into the room. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, hello, everyone. How's it going? This is a very special summer episode yes. of the eye roll. You won't necessarily get a lot of these. Maybe you will. We'll see. But this is the first annual, we'll say, summer episode. Yes. We've got a lot of surprises stored. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and they're, and they're going to stay in storage. They're, <laughs> you, they're not going to come out today. But let's just say that if you stay tuned to the whole episode... We don't even know what's going to happen. We don't gonna even happen. know what's going to happen. Um, would you have any opening words for the summer set? I just want everyone to make sure that they're staying... And this is for the summer set. Yeah. Uh, I want to make sure that everyone is staying hydrated. Hydrated. Having fun. Fun. Getting sun in a responsible way. Which means using... UV. S- blockers. Blockers, yeah. It could be in a pill. It could be... Some people use a topical cream. It could be a topical cream. <laughs> Hashtag how do you sunscreen? Yes. Or how do you screen the block? <laughs> right. Any way you want. And what's the other piece of advice? That's it. Okay. So it's sun, responsible, yeah. fun, and water. Water. Mm-hmm. You don't and eat, Owen, don't you eat this summer. Read a book. And oh yeah. Donate. It's a great time of the year to read a book. Eat knowledge. Do you have any summer recs for reading? I mean, I'm reading Infinite Jest right now, but oh. I don't know if everyone is interested. That's in, a beach book. In such a yeah, it's a beach read. <laughs> That's a fun light beach book. Um, I bet a lot of our listeners. Have like, already have read, read it. Have read yeah. that, yeah. Most of our listeners are smarter than me. Pause for if they're disagreeing or agreeing out yeah. loud. I think most of them are saying, mm, mm-hmm, yep. I think if you're listening to the eye roll, you like to think that you're smarter than other people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that's one of the truer things that's been said on this podcast. Well, speaking of the podcast, let's jump right into it. Yes. Uh, our first segment is called... Come, Come on, people. Come on, people. What, did you have anything this week? I want you to start. All right, so it's the classic mix-up. Oopsie poopsie. President Trump may, meant he wouldn't see why it wouldn't be Russia instead of would in terms of election interference in the 26th election. He had a big flub-up when he went to Russia. Absolutely. Uh, apparently, this meeting was asked for by the Russians, and most American presidents would be like, no, I'm not going to meet with you, an adversary, for no reason. He was like, sure, you help me, I'll help you. He plays by his own rules. He, that's what we love and hate about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he went over there, and then he said Putin explained to him that he didn't meddle in the election. And then he said, I don't see any reason why he would have. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what he said. He said, you know, our intelligence agencies say he did. Putin says he did it. I don't see any reason why he would have. The next day, after even Fox News said he was a treasonous, he said, even Joe Walsh, even Joe Walsh, that is that a asshole. Twitter? No, he's a he's a former uh, representative and intense. He's he's one of the ones that got caught up in Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, uh, we'll armed kindergartens. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, pick your pick your Republican. Even they were outraged. So he walked it back on the on Wednesday and said, "I meant wouldn't." Which, you know what else he, but, but he, he says, I meant, he said, I meant wouldn't have, I think it was pretty clear, uh, but apparently it wasn't. N- no, it wasn't clear. And then he goes on to say, it's kind of a double negative. That's the best part. <laughs> That's the come on people. I think it was, yeah, you're right. <laughs> the come on people is when you get to the end of you, it's kind of a double negative. <laughs> you, I, I think it was pretty clear, but it is kind of a double negative. No, double negatives are inherently unclear. Exactly. It's an inefficient use of words and sentence space. 
And you're also assuming that we're believing you up until that clarification. And also, even if you don't... Even, even if you think that it's obvious that everyone... That even if you think it's obvious that you would never collude with Russia, you know that lots of people think you are. So to say, I don't see why it wouldn't be clear. I think it's <laughs> obvious. Like, like, you know that it wouldn't be clear to lots of people when you say... I don't see why one he thing. would have. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's really a come on, people. It is, it is really a come on, people. My favorite Twitter response was someone tweeted, Oh yeah, babe, I meant to say I wouldn't be there at the bus stop to pick you up. <laughs> yeah. It's just an oopsie. And uh, it's laughable. It's Hashtag it's laughable. It's incredibly laughable. It's also a come on, people. It's, 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 the, mo- it's, it's a, the most come on people we've had so far. I think it is the most come on people and to big to to biggie back yeah, to biggie pack to biggie pack I think just the you know we talk about the the media a lot sure um there was a lot of coverage of this that was the, that had the sort of perspective of well do we think he's telling the truth <laughs> come on people yes exactly. no he is clearly not telling the truth he hates apologizing. He absolutely hates saying he's wrong. And if nothing else, he is a he's an incredibly direct speaker. Absolutely. When he's on a roll. And pretty much he's always on a roll when he's talking. And he is not going to just like he, I I just I don't I don't worse than worse than him trying to lie about saying the complete opposite thing is the normalization in the coverage of like well we need to we need to do some analysis to figure out whether he's telling the truth or not we we can know that he that this is some made up bullshit i the media for some reason likes to forego common sense these days like he can just say oh i meant to say this and they all go or many of them go oh well let's look at that and you're like let's look at what that means no it's like it's like if He's a child, and a parent would never be like, oh, that's a good point. You did mean to say that, didn't you? Okay, we're good now. I, I don't know why they have to indulge that from him. Yeah. When, like, treason was the first round, there's a lot of suspicion out there. Why are you then... It's also, it's a stupid excuse. I meant to say wouldn't. It's It's... It's not even... It's like it's the worst excuse anyone could give. It got a lot of coverage. It is. It, it, it did. It, but it, for me, it was the Whopper that had just had... We had to bring the podcast back for this big Whopper. Please. It's our summer special. I thought it was it was a summer special. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I thought there was, there was Burger King Whopper news. Oh, no. Uh, that isn't for today. Yeah. I, I will, when that happens, we will be here. That's in storage. It. Yeah. That's in storage. Did you have any come on peoples? That was my come on people. Whew, it was quite a come on. Also, it's still happening, and it's still like, come on people. Yeah, it's, it's still when, when Sarah Huckabee Standers, Standers, Standers said, what'd she say? Didn't she say he, he, he means no, they weren't meddling? Yes. Yeah, she actually... She's, she's on a real... Tongue twister roller coaster ride. I feel bad for her. I don't. I, I feel, I feel like she must know the truth, 
Or like know how ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe you're right. I don't know what I'm saying about. Zoe. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. She she confuses me more than than any of this. And and I love the red hen. Have you been to the red hen? Oh, delicious. Oh, what's the talk? No, about I that. haven't been before. Oh, but that's in your hometown. Kind of. I think it's like an hour away. Okay, so not really. No, not at all. At all. Uh, for the listener, uh, we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're back? We're back. Did you do anything on the break? Oh, yeah. What? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, the reason was I didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a... Uh, we always do this other segment. <laughs> you can't write that. You can't write that. We don't have theme music for that yet. After the summer, we'll... I think back to school time, We're still we'll in the slow rollout of this podcast. Yes. yes. We're still working on nips and tucks, mm-hmm. nooks and crannies. Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. And uh, in this segment, yeah, it's always... You listen, you know what we're going to do. You know, what, yeah. If this is your first episode of The Arrow, what are you what doing? Are doing? <laughs> what, uh, what did you have? Did you have anything? So, did, did you hear about uh, this Refinery29 article? Is it about the New York City girls that post their income and spending habits? No, that's... You are talking about the right thing. You don't quite have it. Right. Oh, no, yeah. please correct me. <laughs> Um, Refinery29 is a duh, uh, website? Yeah, it's a website. Um, it's articles a, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> website. It's got articles. Uh, <laughs> is it run by like New York Mag or anything? Or are they just totally on their own? I don't know who it's owned by, but it is like kind of in the vein of New York Mag, uh, but more, more lady facing. Okay. They talk about, they do some shopping. Okay. Uh, so you can like find out where to shop. Yeah, it's like for it's like definitely targeted at uh, like your cosmopolitan woman, mm, like a millennial, probably a young woman, millennial females, mm-hmm. millennial females for sure are in twenty five or twenty nine, eighteen I, to thirty five. I think those are both appropriate age ranges for refinery twenty nine. If you listen to us and you read that hashtag, us, I'm a, re- I'm a blank year old. And I read Refinery29, and here's what it is. And then give us a description, because we did a bad job. Um, But they do this series called Money Diary, where they have people anonymously talk about how they spend money for a week and fill out what all of their expenses are. Um, And I think that's great. I think everyone should be more transparent about how they make money, how they're able to get by, how they do everything, but, and, and this... It would be useful information. It would be useful information, because uh, for the most part, people who have lots of money kind of n- know the most about who oh, has ha- what amounts of money. And what kind of trust laws. Yes, and it, it helps them. Sure. Uh, and it hurts the, the people who don't have money. And so one of these money diaries uh, came out on July 15th. They're anonymous. Uh, and it, it got some traction because the original headline was a week in New York City on $25 an hour. Okay. And that's just, oh, that, like Manhattan, that's a tough place to live. $25 an hour? Not terrible. Not terrible. No, but it's let's still... Let's see if you, let's, I, at this point I want to know, how is she living her life? Right. Because that, that's, that's like hashtag goals. Right? Uh, and then you see, she's a, a marketing intern at an HR company, 21 years old. She's income, 21? Yeah. Income, $25 an hour. She's a 21-year-old making $25 an hour as an intern? Yes. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, already that's good information. Interesting. Yes. And it's a marketing company? She's a marketing intern at an HR company. 
or in the HR industry. Wow. Yes. It's a good to know. She makes $747.50 weekly plus 100 to 120 every one to two weeks from babysitting. Oh. Good to know. Additional income. On top of my intern salary, my parents give me a $800 a month allowance, and my grandpa also me, also wires me $300 every month. Hashtag blessed. So she's hashtag blessed with an additional thousand something? Yes. So, uh, and then monthly expenses, rent. I live in a one-bedroom, one-den apartment. The total rent is $4,050. My share is $2,100. Parentheses, my parents pay. <laughs> <laughs> and my roommate's share is $1,950. She lives in the den. Student loan payment, $0. I'm still in school and my parents pay for my education. Health insurance, $0. I'm on my parents' plan. Movie pass, sugared and bronzed pass, Equinox membership, da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, all of that. Is, it, I, it is not... This person who wrote this article is not to blame. Because it is good to know. There was backlash to, like, this privileged fuck. Because she does spend well, half now of I'm her thinking, week... I'm thinking she doesn't have to cover for much. She doesn't know. Because the rent's taken care of. <laughs> exactly. So is the health insurance. Yes. And the allowance. She gets an allowance on top of her... So, so far, it looks like she's comfortable. Yeah, to be clear, the allowance doesn't go towards her rent. Right, that's her spending time money. You see what she spends her money on over the course of the week. She goes to a weekend in the Hamptons. Okay, she's has uh, a fun yeah, weekend. Yeah, she does some bar classes at, at Equinox. But is Equinox out with covered? Friends. No, the Equinox she pays for oh, herself. Oh, she does? Yeah. Okay, keep going. Uh, which is doable when, when your parents are paying your $2,100 rent and also giving you, with your grandfather, $1,100 on top of that and your right. salary. Um, the backlash was, this person shouldn't be talking about money. The backlash to the backlash, mm-hmm. which I side with, mm-hmm. is this person should be talking about money. It is helpful for people who are not in this person's privileged situation to know that that there are people who live like this. Because then if they see their friends who are somehow magically uh, living in Manhattan over the summer and they're like, well, I'm, I've, I'm doing nothing with my life, then they can know, oh, her parents are probably helping her. More specifically, heavily subsidizing her lifestyle. Yes. So the big, you can't write that, and, and the blame, I believe, lies with Refinery29, because now the headline is, a week in New York City on $25 an hour and 1K monthly allowance. Which is kind of only halfway there, because they're still not mentioning the fact that she gets $1,000 a month is inaccurate, because she also gets 2100 a month that goes to rent. So, they're just... I think that they are making it sound, what she's doing... Uh, Who's making it sound? Refinery29 uh-huh. is making living in New York sound way easier than it is. For uh, people who don't have rent. For people who don't read the whole article. Oh! Yeah. Tell me more. Because if you, if you just see the headline, and you th- originally you thought, oh, I can, I can do this for $25 an hour, that's great. Pack my bags, move on out. Let's go. Yeah. But then you read the article and you see that her parents are paying for her rent. I would love to do a follow-up for, on the same income for people that aren't subsidized otherwise. And see if there's a big difference in how they in choose lifestyle. lifestyle. I, you know what? I bet there is. You think so? I think so. I think so. So that's my long-winded... Uh, it's a, You should read the article. Yeah. If you're listening... You guys should absolutely... Read I, the article. I, I read it a lot. Or I, I read it and, and oftentimes I said out loud, Oh my God! 
Oh my god, because there, there's just, she has some real classics in there. But also, she and I eat the same thing for breakfast. What? Avocado toast with eggs. That's a trademark of the... Julian Stern. No, of the privileged millennial. It is. I don't think it's actually that luxurious, but it's become a stand-in. That's not the word. It's become a, a real no-no. <laughs> All right, this week, my you can't write that. Julian, I am outraged at this. I have to go back to the president. You know what he did this week? President of what? President of the United States. Okay. Trump. You know what he did? What? He broke protocol. (laughs) No. Yes. What? Publicly criticized the Federal Reserve. (laughs) I'm I'm reading from the New York Times. Independence from presidential criticism has long been a hallmark of the Fed's existence and a contributor to its ability to maintain monetary policy that aims to keep inflation stable and the economy running at maximum employment. So Trump told Fox News he didn't like that they raised the interest rates. And then he said, somebody would say, oh, maybe you shouldn't say that as president. I couldn't care less what they say because my views haven't changed. Just to think that just because you're a loudmouth, that you can now go ahead and criticize the Federal Reserve and your president? Not over my dead body. Absolutely not. After this podcast, I'm getting in a van, going to the Capitol, Sacramento, on <laughs> route to D.C., and I'm going to tell him, you don't ever do that again. The Federal Reserve is independent from presidential criticism. I don't really see how this actually makes sense now that I'm talking it out loud. <laughs> like, there's... like. Why can't he say something about it? If everyone else is talking about the Fed, yeah, isn't that going to affect markets too? I guess it's just another norm that's been knocked down. Mm-hmm. Hashtag this week. I mean, you are a huge fan of the Federal Reserve. You have that I, Ben Bernanke uh, stuffed animal. Jen Yellen and I have had a long-standing pen pal relationship. Oh yeah, from when you were at camp. Yes, and I started writing to Janet Yellen. Instead of going to dinner. (laughs) And now I just, I I don't cry over it, but it's a little bit of spilt milk that I don't have time for. Absolutely. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up with a segment that you'll have to wait to find out Mm -hmm. what it is. Three, two, one. And we're back. Here we are. On the eye roll. Yes. Uh, We don't have time for... Nonsense. For what we did in the middle? No. Absolutely not. We have a last segment to go to. Yes. I'm going to start. Please. New York Magazine wrote this article. Actually, I don't even know where to start with this, but I'm done with the term BDE. I don't know if you've been following on Twitter listeners or wherever. Twitter listeners? Our our Twitter listeners. But basically, (laughs) the story goes like this. A couple weeks ago, Ariana Grande wrote on Twitter that her new fiancé, Pete Davidson, who we've discussed on the podcast... Absolutely. ...has a big dick. Oh, BDE, big dick energy. Big dick energy. Yes. So, after that happened, Twitter went crazy, and then New York Magazine wrote the official article about... Well, the cut from New York Magazine. (laughs) Like a crappier little offshoot. Did she say... I don't know what she said. I missed the Ariana Grande part of it. She deleted the tweet. But basically, then they coined a term called Big Dick Energy, BDE, and apparently they think Pete Davidson has it, and a lot of other people have it, and it's just a a type of confidence. I thought it started because of Anthony Bourdain committing suicide. 
that he had BDE? Yeah. No, I think they were happening around the same time, and then they were like, oh, yeah, that guy had BDE. Oh, see, I'm completely... I need to be educated about uh, BDE. I clearly know nothing about so it. So BDE has gone out of control. It's in every article. It's in every tweet, and I'm, I'm sick of seeing it. You're just, there's just too many big dicks there's around. There's too many big BDEs <laughs> everywhere. Big dicks everywhere. And, <laughs> like... <laughs> Also, like, why are we using simple terms like confidence? <laughs> In the article, they gave me a list of the people that have BDE. Oh, please. Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen? <laughs> Who is he? Bobby Cannavale. Definitely. Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. John Hamm, no. You don't think so? I, I'm not. These are what New York Magazine told me. But why did you say John Hamm, no? They wrote that. Oh, they said John Hamm does not? Yes. Oh. They said Justin Timberlake, no. Harry Styles, yes. Backstreet Boys, no. O-Town, yes. What? I would fail this Hold place. on. Kate Blanchett, big time. So they included women and actually a f- Rihanna has BDE. I get that. Uh, big time. And then Kanye doesn't. So... There were a few that I would I would have gotten wrong if that was a quiz. That's my point. Mm-hmm. I, I would fail the BDE, the big dick exam. <laughs> I brought it up to be done with it, and I think I'm just done with it at this point. I think you've just started it. I, Unfortunately. I, I, had, I had no idea. Even Lin-Manuel Miranda posted a picture of him with like the back of his kid's head, and it was Twitter, and he was like, Oh, I thought we were talking about big daddy energy. And it was like... That seems inappropriate. Very. Like, yes. I'm, I'm over it. Hashtag I'm over it. What do you want to be done with? I want to be done with... I want to talk about... Yes. Let's be done... Uh-huh. With, with glorifying scammers. Oh, who scammed? There was a... Are you familiar with Anna Delvey? Nope. She was a... There was an article in also The Cut. Okay. Uh, and this is actually a fantastic article. Is how Anna Delvey tricked New York's party people. Oh. And it's this uh, German girl who pretended to be a German heiress and essentially scammed a number of hotels, real estate developers, and otherwise important people into fronting her lifestyle and or giving her tons of money. She didn't just ask her parents and grandfather to wire her No, because she didn't have it. Oh. Because she came from modest means. But okay. she came here and pretended to be a German heiress, and convinced enough of the right people that then everyone would see her around those people and think she must be legit. Great article. She's in Rikers now, uh, but she's kind of a sociopath, and uh-huh. it's kind of fascinating, and she said that she loves hanging out with the murderers in jail. Read that article. Good article. In the, in the wake of that article, there, has been, uh, there have been attempts to find other... The, the next Anna Delvey, and on July 11th, The Hollywood Reporter... Mm. Reported, hunting the con queen of Hollywood. Who's the crazy evil genius behind a global racket? I saw that cover. What did they uncover? Nothing? They uncovered that there is a woman who is on the phone and over email pretending to be Amy Pascal, Kathleen Kennedy, Stacey Snyder, a Homeland director, and others. And So like Hollywood producers? Yeah, producers, studio heads, directors. And basically they are calling up photographers makeup artists, uh, kind of like... For a casual chit-chat? Low-level, uh, not low-level talent, but talent that is... Below the line. Below work. the line, far enough away 
from people who can verify whether it's actually Amy Pascal or Kathleen Kennedy, uh, and getting them to saying, we've got this shoot in Thailand, I would really love for you to, uh, to work on it. They get there. On their own dime. On their own dime. And then they front cash. They like hand over like $3,000 for expenses that they're going to be paid back uh, later. And then that person disappears. Okay. And is there a set that they actually show up to? No. Wow. They don't ever actually see the woman who's on the phone. And she, they've been unable to find her. But my, my issue with this is it minimizes what Anna Delvey pulled off. Because she truly was a con queen. This woman, she's convincing gullible people to hand over thousands of dollars before getting paid for a project. You just don't do that. No, it seems not smart. It's not, it's not just like paying for the flight themselves. It is literally handing over stacks of cash. <laughs> and I, I just, I think if we're going to catch this woman, who is absolutely taking advantage of uh, people who don't have the money or wherewithal to not be scammed, and she shouldn't be doing that, we need to be a little honest about the people that she's going after and not maybe not call her a crazy evil genius and just call her a, a bad person artist. who's good at finding gullible people. Uh, and in general, we don't need to glorify her. Look at how cool, look at how cool this I know. Uh, the editorial artist. Article, article looks very cool. If you haven't seen it, go over to the Hollywood Reporter. Yes. Type in uh, scam lady. And it'll all pop up. Yeah. So, yeah, let's be done with glorifying scammers because Anna Delvey is the one true con queen and n none others. So, for you, it's basically don't don't taint the... I, I can't believe I said taint. Don't... Just don't muddy, don't sully the reputation of, like, the queen of don't, conning. Don't muddy the taint. Don't muddy the taint <laughs> of the queen of The queen conning. of connery. Yes. Well, it's, it's two-pronged. It's one, don't act like, yeah, don't muddy the taint of Anna Delvey. And two, don't act like every single person who has scammed someone is a genius. Scamming doesn't always take being a genius. Sometimes it just takes Trickery. being someone mean and tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, don't muddy the taint. No. All right. Well, I have nothing else to say today. I, I have nothing else to say for the rest of the week. So if you're not enjoying your summer, you've got a couple more weeks. Mm -hmm. Get out there. Sunscreen. Yes. Water. Book. And most importantly, have keep fun. those eyes <laughs> rolling. rolling. Good.